It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Wednesday. You are listening to the best morning show on planet Earth. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. We got guest co-host today in the studio with us, Tony Smith. And we're going to talk about a subject today. And I'm so glad. See, look how God works. We got Tony Smith, retired NBA player, played with the Lakers, played with the Heat. Did you play with the Bulls? No. Nope. Suns. Suns. Charlotte. Heat. Charlotte, okay, and the Lakers, right? Yep. And okay. a 10-day so with we, the Bucks. And, and it, it, was, yeah, it wasn't really a 10-day, but yeah, something like that. Yeah. It was a cup of coffee with the Bucks I had. Yeah, a cup of coffee with the Bucks. Let's not forget that. Well, then you ain't, you ain't play for the Bucks. Why are you bringing that no, up? No, I did. I did. I had coffee. No, I, had I, coffee I played with, with them. Uh, it was only for like a month, oh, okay. Tell was saying, back okay, in the days, okay. they had 10 oh, days. Oh, that's, that's, yeah. that's what it's called. Okay, I get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's what I was calling a cup so, of coffee. She was like, I had a me, cup of coffee. <laughs> I was like, well, I had a cup of coffee with Beyonce, but that don't mean I'm yeah, playing. Yeah. <laughs> that's what they say when you weren't that there That don't mean long. I worked for. Yeah, that's what they say but when look, you ain't there long. Ain't that, <laughs> like, ain't that just like black folks? Look, ain't that just like black folks? But you know me and President Obama, you know, we go way back. How you know President Obama? I voted for him. Look, I saw him at a, and I waved and st- took a picture with the Oh, do you know, before we get into recognizing President Obama and our forever first lady's uh, most recent milestone, can I tell you what I love about black folks, especially all the black people who ever took a picture with President Obama? First of all, you you will it's on either their phone screensaver. Oh man! Or it's a it's like a billboard in their house. Yeah. And it's like <laughs> you, they just wait for you to bring it up, and then it's like, yeah, you know, me and uh, what's what's President Barack Obama's uh, Barry? You know me, Barry. <laughs> Barry. You know we. <laughs> Negro, you, you got a picture with him, okay? Have a seat. And you didn't even know they Have called him Barry until you saw the movie. <laughs> like, stop. <laughs> you got to love us. Um, speaking of the Obamas, before we tap into Telly and Tony's sports professional athletic intellect, we got to give a huge shout-out to President Obama and our forever first lady, Michelle Obama, on celebrating 31 years of marriage. And what I love about the Obamas is that both – Michelle Obama and President Barack Obama have been very transparent about how their marriage has lasted, how they went through marriage counseling, how they at one point questioned whether they were going to stay married. And she even didn't Michelle like going him. as far as saying <laughs> she didn't like him. For like the first, she said, she I think like she him. said for the first, um, what was it, 10 or 11 years? After Sasha and Malaya were born, she didn't like him. Yeah, she said that. So, Tony. yeah, I yeah. was just making that <laughs> she up. She, she was like, I did wait, not she like, like him. him. Why not? Yeah, she went on and she said that in interviews when wow. she was doing her book several times. Yeah, yeah, several times. Yeah, and you know what? Here's here's what I love about that. Here's here's my biggest takeaway from that is that even in the midst of not liking her husband, she respected their union. She respected him as a man, and she respected the love that they had for each other. See, that's the thing. I'm learning in relationships that it's not just about, you know, ooh, he fine, ooh, I like him, ooh, I love him. It is the respect. And I think the respect is where marriages will either last or not. So shout out to the to the president, Barack Obama, and our forever first lady, Michelle Obama, again, on celebrating 30 
31 years of marriage. And then also being out of those 31, being in the White House for eight and running for president for two. Oh, man. And having your mom-in-law live with you. In the White Man. House. I mean, come on now. Man. I can't I mean, see I, President I, Obama, I can't he's kind of like I can't me, see, just uh, surrounded around I women. I can't see Barry arguing, though. Uh, oh, come on, Michelle. No, no Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> And look, let me tell y'all right now, we always say this, you know, don't don't get it twisted because, you know, Michelle Obama, she is one of the most elegant, beautiful articulate, classy women, but don't get it twisted. She's, She's still South from the South Chicago. Side. <laughs> She's South Side Chicago. So I guarantee you, them, look, them, uh, what was the Lincoln bedroom? Yeah, there were some nights where, where Barry got sent to the Lincoln bedroom. And let me tell you right now, that's where all the first ladies would send the president when they pissed them off. They'd be like, you know what? Mr. President, what are you doing tonight. in here? <laughs> oh, don't worry, don't worry well, about you know, it. Well, you know, Michelle, Michelle got mad at me today. So I, 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 mean, I, they know. I had some reading to do late. Didn't want to keep Michelle up. <laughs> Y'all, we ain't right. Because <laughs> oh you're gosh. thinking like... Man, I'm the president. I got. I'm still got to go to a. You go to the Lincoln room. room. I can uh, go nope. stay at the dog on Waldorf. <laughs> Man, not not when your wife is from Southside. Hey, hey, you, know you bet not go get no hotel. <laughs> you like, hey, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I'll tell you a quick funny story. Uh, when I lived in Chicago and I worked for a company, which I will not reveal. Um, they. This is when. This is when President Obama was running for um, Senate. And he came to speak as part of my employer at the time's Black History Month celebration. And when he walked in the room, he said that <laughs> when he had shared with former first lady, Michelle Obama, that he was going to run or he was considering running for president. She told him, and, and this was his words, not mine, but I'll never forget it. And he had the whole audience cracking up. She looked him in his face and said, don't F this up. <laughs> so I just let you know. These were his words about Michelle Obama, not mine. She was like, she looked at him and said, don't F this up. So I'm sure there were times where as he was going to Lincoln bedroom, he was like, yeah, you know what? I think I'd rather sleep here tonight. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> that, do, you do, know do That's a lot of pressure. People talk about, oh, he had pressure for this, this, that, and the other. There's no pressure <sighs> like the pressure you get from home. Listen, I, you know what? I'm going to choose my words wisely, but let me just say this because I know a lot of us can relate. There's a lot of us that can, can remember a time where we would get home from a party and see our dad on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> and be like, why are you sleeping on the couch, Dad? <laughs> oh, my back hurts. <laughs> yeah, I bet. After Mama kicked you in it. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the Truth Talking text line is 833-212-1017. If you want to share any love uh, regarding President Barack Obama and First Lady Michelle Obama's 31 years of marriage, hit us up. Um, speaking of milestones, as we all know that the Beyonce Renaissance World Tour completed, uh, I think that was what, Sunday or Monday in Kansas City. Mm -hmm. She recently announced, as of I believe Tuesday or yesterday, that the Renaissance World Tour movie will premiere in theaters December 1st. Wow. And, and DT, we talked about it, what was that, yesterday, uh, how mm -hmm. the Renaissance Tour generated $3.5 or something like that? 
it, it generated four four billion. Yeah, yeah. Across the economies of wherever she performed. Yeah. And I think it was a, was it one hundred and fifty? I have to do the numbers, but basically the Carters they eaten. Yeah, but the Carters no, are eating. no. I'm just I'm just trying to draw a baseline to compare because how much more money is this movie going to make? And I think, uh, and you would know this better than I'm sure me and Tony, but didn't she, um, wasn't that filmed, uh, when she was in Houston? Part of it was yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah. So there's a lot of, you're going to see footage from a lot of the, uh, cities that she performed, but yes, Houston will play a major part of that. Cause as most of us know, that's Beyonce's yeah. hometown. Mm -hmm. Um, her family is from new Orleans but she was born and raised in Houston, Texas. So I'm excited. I'm definitely going to go see the movie. And to your point, Telly, I'm sure there are those people who, like me, who I, before I converted to to the Bayism, <laughs> was like, yeah, you know, because I never before the Renaissance tour, I never went to go see Beyonce live. Mm -hmm. There's two people who got my coins. Everybody knows that Kanye West and Justin Timberlake. If you wasn't Kanye West or Justin Timberlake, you wouldn't get my coins because we all know these concerts ain't cheap. Yeah, Even that... the nosebleeds are like. Two, three, four hundred dollars. So, yeah. I think what's going to happen That's is the that early Kanye those, or the late Kanye. No, she she's on the early Kanye oh, train. Okay. Yeah, right. Do you, DT? Like, do you see my face? Look at my face. <laughs> Everybody can't see your face. No, <laughs> I can't. I can't. <laughs> if they tune in, if they tune in on YouTube, they that, can see my face. You are absolutely listen, right. <laughs> listen, I want to be clear because I, one of my qualities, but sometimes it's not a quality. I am a very loyal person. If I'm on your team whether right, wrong, or indifferent. I mean, you would have to do something very, 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 very evil or bad. I am old, new, all that, Kanye. I'm praying for my brother. He's made some mistakes. We all have. I'm not getting on that train, but it, when his album drops, he's in the studio. With Dre, we'll right? Happens. But Man, he's... I'll be telling people, y'all think talking about Nobody likes Kanye. Dude. Oh, okay. All he got to do is just drop him an album, man. I mean, he'll be right back on top. I'm just saying. Yeah, he'll be right back on top. Uh, yes. And as, as far as to your point, um, the Renaissance World Tour movie will premiere on December 1st. Beyonce, I'm sure, is going to incorporate her husband's birthday. Jay-Z, a.k.a. Sean Carter's birthday, is December 4th. Mm. So we'll we'll see. That's going to be like within three days. We'll see what that goes. But yeah, it's going to generate a lot of money because you're going to have people who didn't go to the tour or didn't attend the tour, like Tony Smith and Telly Hughes. And y'all going to be like, you know what? Let me see what all this hype was about. So people like y'all, you know, y'all going to be, and then, you know, she's going to have it on the streaming networks like Hulu. And I don't know who she's working with. It might be Hulu, Netflix, but she's going to make a lot of money. Yeah. The Carters are eating. Yeah, this is, uh, you know, uh, it's always interesting when when concerts become movies because you don't know, uh, you know, how it may fare in most situations. I think, I mean, whatever Beyonce touches is gonna, you know, it's gonna go gold. So uh, she's got the money. Yeah, yeah, she has the touch. So, uh, but I mean, like, I mean, what was the last concert that you could think of, DT, that turned into a movie? Uh, I mean, was it Michael Jackson's like the last? This is it. Yeah, like I mean, to me, that's like but the. See, that really doesn't count. Yeah, that it doesn't, doesn't count. count. Right, you know, he, right, he right. He passed away. Exactly. I'm trying to think. That's a good question. Um, 
that I can remember. Concert that turned, concert into, a that turned into a movie. I mean, outside several, of Kings of Comedy, I, I think that was, to me, like one of the more successful ones. But, mm. I mean, it's it's a slippery slope when uh, you turn a concert into a movie. And, um, I mean, but, again, those those rules and things don't apply for Beyonce because she's Beyonce. People right. are going to go watch the movie. Well, Even the concert gonna, goer is going to go watch the oh, movie. Yeah. But they, they probably want to see if they I'm going to answer your question. <laughs> okay. Do a little fact check. So to your, you were absolutely correct. Um, Michael Jackson's This Is It. Now, Beyonce also, which I forgot about, and pardon me for this, Homecoming, where her Coachella, her infamous Coachella performance, mm-hmm. she turned mm-hmm. that into a, a movie on Netflix, Homecoming. Oh, yeah. Uh, Taylor Swift. Miss Americana that came out in 2020 on Netflix, the Rolling Stones, their 1970 tour called Gimme Shelter, Justin Bieber, Never Say Never, that was a concert turned into a movie, of course Woodstock, I don't really count that one though, Mm. oh man that was a good one, I saw that, that was really good, uh, Amazing Grace, Aretha Franklin, that was good, Mm -hmm. where the whole like time that she performed at the church, that her father ministered so yeah i mean there there are quite a few bob marley believe it or not mm-hmm. had a concert movie um so yeah you, yeah. you just need so to it's do the pretty research, rare I, yeah yeah you, you, you clearly not, gotta be a huge big name time. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you just can't be some regular artist that have had some success i mean i i don't you know no offense but i don't know if i'm going to watch a gucci main movie <gasps> Oh my Ooh, God! Wow. I can't believe I forgot that Justin Timberlake. Because I I stood in line for his DVD. Oh His wow. um. Future <laughs> love. You should have seen said, the oh, wow. revelation in Denise's face. Oh, how can I forget I can't that? Because that. that's my baby daddy. I'm sorry, JT. My bad, boo. Yeah, his concert, the Future Love Sex Sound uh, tour. Yeah, uh, but the was, point is, it, it just HBO. Yeah, it, it it's rare, and uh, but it's it's a it, it's kind of it's not uncharted waters, but it's waters that Beyonce can definitely uh, breaststroke and everything else through, and uh, pick up some more cash on the way. You know, I mean, this you is. Know who should- I mean, I I just look at it like the way that you have described the concert. Denise and others and talk about the experience and when you label a concert an experience it should be documented it should be something that all right the concert happened and that's it I mean to have a movie to I mean to capture this experience this almost a once in a lifetime type of deal because it won't be another renaissance tour the way it was this time so i i think it's it's great i i think that shoot i i, I think it's going to be a a, a fascinating you movie. know i think i think i definitely agree however i believe that beyonce is going to she's going to be like tina turner she's going to perform mm. until she's like around 60 65 i just honestly believe that because she's just so impactful and the thing about the renaissance world tour and and i've heard this from many women who attended you you just leave the experience dreaming bigger thinking bigger feeling as though you're enough feeling as though you can do anything that you want to do you can pursue your passion that's what beyonce did in this tour it wasn't just her getting on stage and performing crazy in love and diva i mean the whole album 
that she performed was all about uplifting a group of human beings that are traditionally disrespected and disregarded. So shout out to Beyonce. I'm, I'm just like I said, if you have not, if you, if you did not attend the world tour, the Renaissance world tour, please go see the movie and take one of your little black or brown or Asian cousins, female cousins, because I'm telling you, you're going to leave. And I'm 47. I left like, yes, I can do it. I can do Let's it. Go. Like, uh, like, look, how, many, how many more uh, record making years does Beyonce have? Because at some point they stop recording albums and then you just tour, just right? Off of, yeah, I mean, that's why I was saying this is kind of like a once in a lifetime thing, because every time she goes on tour, I'm sure it's not going to turn into a movie. So, right. uh, um, so that's why it is. It is such. A, but I mean, she a, was talking about Tina Turner. That's yeah, why I said yeah, that. Like yeah, at yeah. some point, she stopped making new music and she just started touring. She would tour off of her old yeah, music. Yeah, but I mean, shoot, Beyonce can already. I'm just wondering that. what's that point. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, she could, yeah, but, but she's going to continue right, music. Right. I just hope. I just don't want to see her and Jay Z tour anymore. I'm good on that. You Why good not? Anyhow. Hey, well, hold on a second. Right. Well, well, we got to go to break, man. That, that's a great <laughs> way. Man. That's a great way to take it, take it to break. Because I knew Tony was going to be like, wait, wait. Yeah. <laughs> right. We'll continue the conversation on the other side of the break. And speaking of billions, there is a former NBA player that he's, he's worth not one, not two, not three. And we will get into that on the other side of the break. Keep it locked. You listen to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. Truth Be Told with DT and Telly returns after this on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. So you know we got to give the people what they want. Good morning. Good morning. What, Happy what Wednesday. They want. You were listening to True. Me to answer why I don't want Jay Z and Beyonce. <laughs> before we get, give it before to we him. get into the Michael Jordan, the Michael Jordan announcement. This is all I'm going to say. The reason why I don't want personally Beyonce and Jay Z to go on tour again is because when they went on the on the run tour, the on the run tour, mm -hmm. there were a couple of times, and the videos went viral. You can go to YouTube. Where obviously Jay-Z made Beyonce mad and she let the whole world know because they would come out on stage <laughs> and perform part two. You know, I don't care if you will run as long as I... Yeah, she was like visibly mad, wouldn't even like hold his hand. I was like, ooh. <laughs> It was a whole you lot going on. Huh? Hey, y'all ain't got to be friendly. Just sing. Get the song right. Hey, it's like NBA teams, DT. Everybody right. ain't friends on the team. Not at all. Uh, you know, Sometimes I'm like, I don't even like this dude. The, I mean, as long as they cool on the court. Oh, there's a lot of – you would be amazed how but teammates can't stand each go. other. Boy, you men, y'all are just something else. Now, y'all sit up here comparing two grown men to a husband and a wife. That's two totally different dynamics. That, all we're saying we're is talking that, about people performing together. Yeah, that's all. But but you're comparing teammates like you know brothers compared to a husband and a wife. That's different. Of so, course, it's different, but it's similar. That's what I'm saying. 
Well, okay. Let's you know, reason why I don't different. want them to right, tour. Right, right. Sisters, y'all help me out. The Truth Talking text line is 833-212-1017. <laughs> no, look at her looking for back. Look at she looking for backup right now. What's the LL Cool J? I think you got any backup. Yeah. Because as much as I love being around. No, no. I mean, I love being around black men, handsome black men. But when y'all start talking about, well, yeah, that's like the image. No, it's not. It's two totally different scenarios. But anywho. Speaking of basketball, this is where I'm going to be more of a listener than a speaker because I'm trying to understand how this brother, Michael Jordan, who I'm not the biggest fan of, and we're not going to go there because you already know why, and I've said it several times. Mm-hmm. Me either. Oh, good. We'll have to only exchange he, while only we're not he a took, fan. Only because he took a ring from me. That's all. But <laughs> Oh, yeah. Mine's is a little bit more... <laughs> A little bit more little political, more I guess, for oh, lack okay. of a better word. <laughs> well, not personal because I don't know him, but oh, right. you know, he's got he's got billions of dollars, and he's giving certain individuals <clears throat> that don't look like me his billions. Anywho, yeah. he has now reached the three billion dollar mark. He is the first athlete in the history of professional sports. Now, is this the NBA or all sports all in general? Sports. Yes, or, that's what I thought. Yes. So Michael Jordan has reached another record-breaking milestone to become the first billionaire and rich so tony <laughs> please educate me because my understanding was that he didn't make a lot of money in terms of his nba salary compared to what nba players are making now nope however to telly's insight it was the endorsements the gatorade the nike the wheaties the haynes oh, it, it was the mcdonald's yeah. it was nike from the jump yeah yeah. Uh, Nike from the jump, he made uh, an incredible deal for back when he was making it. Like you said, his salary, nah, maybe when he was later, very at the very end of his, you know, career, did they start actually getting some money? He may have had a couple of years at like twenty mil, twenty five, something like that, which today is nothing. I mean, so there's, you probably got three guys on each team that make at least twenty five. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, salary is not the not. The, I mean, Steph's making fifty this year. She, next James year, James so making forty five. Right. So yeah, his salary wasn't big. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You said Dame Lillard's making forty five. Uh, that would be forty five million, million a year this season. Yeah, one, you know what? I take season. back what I said. He looked very happy getting out that truck. Welcome to Milwaukee, Damien. We're so happy to have you. But no, Denise, like if you saw the, if you saw the, uh, I don't know, did you see the Jordan movie? Uh, it wasn't the Jordan movie. It was the Nike movie. Is what it was. Yeah, with uh, excuse me, uh, uh, Matt Damon, Phil Knight, and, and, and they were talking about Phil Knight. Yeah, because I saw mama and, I saw how his mama, his black mama, basically was the uh, right. catalyst Negotiated. behind all of his. Yeah, thank you. But that that deal that he did with Nike uh, for the brand Jordan, his own shoe, that that was one that did it because it wasn't a, a typical endorsement deal where it's like, okay, I'm gonna endorse this brand and y'all gonna pay me. He said, "No, nah, I want a piece of the sales." Yeah. So he got a piece of every shoe, and then he came out and did work on the court, and everybody wanted the shoe. So he was just growing as the sales grew, and now we know what brand Jordan is today, uh, as far as what they're selling and and how they go. So uh, that is what like kind of catapulted him. He wasn't even worried about his regular salary. His his shoe salary was way bigger than his yeah. his playing salary at, at so all times. I have a question. I have a question, Tony and Telly. And actually, this is a question for Truth Nation. 
because I've, I've had conversations offline regarding this topic. The number of black billionaires in this country continues to, to grow. Not so much rapidly, but there, there's, there, there's some, some black billionaires, notable ones, for example, um, oh, and her name just, because she was America's first female black billionaire, used to be married to Bob Johnson, Sheila Johnson, thank you. Sheila Johnson, Oprah Winfrey, Michael Jordan, there's a few others. Tiger. So do you feel, oh, Tiger's a billionaire? Tiger's a billionaire. Well, then, then why, is, then why is he not one. the first? Well, why is he not the first then? Like, what's the difference between him and uh, Michael Jordan? I, was it? I, I, don't quote me on that. Don't well, quote me on that. Brand Jordan was big way okay. before Tiger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, because Michael, well, he started that jump point based on the record the brand. That, yeah, 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 yeah. So, so was was Tiger first or was Michael Jordan the first? Uh, I'm just going based on what they're reporting. Yeah, don't no, quote no. me on Tiger. So no, let's no, just I, stick with I, Jordan. I, I would say I would say Jordan was. Yeah, I would say Tiger was okay. young. So when the Jordan question is. Up. So the, the question is, Truth Nation, and we'll begin with Tony and Telly. And, I, and I've had this question or conversation before. Do you feel that black billionaires are obligated to, like, obligated as soon as they hit that billion-dollar mark? And I don't mean from a tax write-off standpoint, but literally, like, maybe give a significant amount of that money back to their community. Because one of the things that people are saying in general about billionaires, whether they're white, black, Asian, Hispanic, whatever their race or, or ethnicity is, is that if every billionaire in America would just give two or three million, which would be nothing, mm -hmm. that would solve a lot of the existing issues in this country, speaking of which, homelessness, crime, substance abuse, mental health. So what, what are your thoughts on that? Do you feel like if, if I earn or get to a billion dollars, that is my money. Don't tell me how to spend it. Or, you know, hey, it's I'm a billionaire. If I give two or three million dollars to this as an obligation or as a requirement, it's not going to it's not going to make or break me. So what, what are y'all's thoughts? Uh, I, I would say the first first and foremost, people have to understand this. And this is uh, for a lot of people who have a high net worth. It's not all sitting in cash this is what we got to understand like if someone's a billionaire they don't have their billion there's not a billion dollars just sitting there that they can go and distribute right they have most they're probably most of their money the majority of their money is is assets and assets whether it be in the stock market whether it be uh they own a certain business like you just don't you're you're worth that much money but you don't actually have that much money, right? Like some, like you get like players, right? Okay, they have a salary. Like we just talked about, you know, Steph. He's getting fifty-one million a year. That that money is money coming in. Now Steph's worth more than fifty-one million, right? Because obviously he's got that in salary. But he's already he's bought into uh, companies. He has uh, a stock portfolio. He he has endorsements coming in. So his his net worth. <laughs> Is not the same as cash laying around, and a lot of times well, he's got. Well, let me say it differently. Well, I'm just saying. Let, a lot let me of, say it differently, uh, Tony. Okay. Let me let me say it differently. Let me let me say it to this way, Truth Nation as well. So as I mentioned, billionaires are increasing in this country, yeah. or actually in this world, and the, the the reality is that if all the billionaires collectively would donate, let's just say again, two to three million dollars. Do you realize that that'd be enough to lift 2 billion people out of poverty? 
So let me say it that way. 100%. So I get that it's not it's not liquid cash, but regardless, that is your worth. Right. And so should billionaires, first of all, should they exist? And should they look at how they can collectively reduce or even remove poverty? When we come back from break, we're going to hear more from Tony and Telly's take on that. The Truth Talking text line is 833-212-1017. Should billionaires exist? Should they exist, y'all? Let us know. This is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on the award-winning 101.7 FM. The Truth will be back. Don't touch that dial. Truth Be Told with DT and Telly will be right back on 101.7 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. The Black-Owned Businesses Give Back is back. We have again teamed up with Associated Bank to help local black businesses grow and succeed together. The home of Milwaukee Black Talk will be giving away $6,000 worth of free commercial advertising for three months to five black businesses each quarter of 2023. So to sign up for this incredible marketing opportunity, visit blackbusinessgiveback.com. That's blackbusinessgiveback.com. Let's rebuild our community's backbone through exposure on the award-winning truth. And for official rules, head to blackbusinessgiveback.com. Associated Bank member, FDIC. And also, Truth Nation, now, right now is your chance to win four tickets to see Dream Quickie Dream, a play inspired by Packers legend and Super Bowl champion Donald Quickie Driver. The play follows Donald Driver's journey as a new dad as he teaches his son about how to dream big. And you can watch the magic unfold live by being caller number seven, Right now at 833-212-1017. That is caller number seven at 833-212-1017 to win a free four-pack to see Dream Quickie Dream, a play inspired by Packers legend Donald Driver at the Marcus Center's Todd Weir Theater in downtown Milwaukee. Again, call now. Be number seven, the seventh caller. At 833-212-1017. That's going to be a great play, by the way. And it's I running all I'm, I'm month. So, yes. yes, I'm so going to one of those shows. I can't wait. Shout out to Donald Driver. That's just one of the, my favorite people on earth. Just a good brother. Mm. Uh, speaking of good the brothers. Brother. <laughs> the chocolate. We were talking about Michael Jordan reaching the three billion, or excuse me, the billionaire uh, milestone, the first athlete to do it. And... Then we start talking about, hey, there's a there's a lot of billionaires coming up in the world, and give me some homelessness and come on somebody. <laughs> and see, I'm conflicted because the question was, as a billionaire, should you be using your money with other billionaires to just rid of homelessness, poverty, crime, etc. On the Truth Talking text line, which is eight three three two one two one zero one seven, Craig says, because there is no way hunger or homelessness should be. In, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't start from the beginning. DT, yes, billionaires should. Jeff Bezos gives $100 million to a person. They choose to do whatever they want to do with it. Like, like last year, they gave it to Dolly Parton just for being a good humanitarian. I mean, give that to a city or break it down to 10 
break it down to 10 to 10 cities or 20 to 5 cities because there's no way hunger or homelessness should be an issue here in America, period. You know what? I thought the same thing when they they gave Dolly Parton because she's already like, I think her net worth, let me Google. I'm going to say she's almost half a billionaire. So why are we she's giving money to rich people? Yeah, that's yeah. what usually happens. And I love Dolly Parton. Denise, that's what let they me do. be clear. I love for, hey, when I play with the Lakers, you know how many free dinners I got? I walk into restaurants. Oh, oh we got it. We, we got were talking it. about that. Yeah. I was like, oh, Yeah, we were talking you. about how rich people. So here are the realities, okay? Here are the top five ways that billionaires are bad for the economy. And this is according to an organization called Oxfam. Number one, since the year 2020, almost two-thirds of all new wealth went to the top 1%. So the richest people in the world make six times more than the bottom 90% of humanity. Collectively, y'all, they make $2.7 billion a day. Number two, the super rich are taxed at a dangerously low rate. And I told y'all, Dave Chappelle was like, I ain't got no problem. I'm paraphrasing, but he basically was like, I don't have a problem with Trump because if Trump gets elected, you know, my, my income taxes are going to be very, you know, I'm going to get some tax breaks. Protected. So billionaires, yes, billionaires are protected to Tony's point. They are paid a low tax rate of 3%, while most people with significantly less money, like nurses and teachers, are paying way more in taxes. Number three, the extreme wealth and poverty are rising simultaneously. So as people are becoming more billionaires, you've got way more that are struggling to pay their bills, buy groceries, and support their families. And as we talked about earlier, Tony, due to inflation skyrocketing around the world. Now, number four, American billionaires are 33% richer than they were at the start of the pandemic. I'm going to say that again for the folks in the back that didn't hear me. American billionaires are 33% richer than they were at the start of 2020. Number five, billionaires are contributing a million times more carbon to the atmosphere than the average person. Now, Telly, you know I'm I'm big on climate change. Mm-hmm. And they're talking about, so billionaires, they have their private jets. Billionaires, they have you know, like a barricade of SUVs. These are all things that are not good for our mother earth. And it makes climate change rapidly worse. So right now, they're about um, 125, very, very rich billionaires in this world. So like mm. a, a, at, at least a billion more, 125. Um, I ain't gonna lie if anybody that's a billionaire listen to the show, my number is 414. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so but just those at, are the top. Mimi, you just look at, uh, you look at some of the stuff you're talking about, Denise. The, the, the thing about the people with all the money, uh, like, we, like we talked about, they continue to make uh, and influence the lawmakers who are also some of these people trying to get into those categories. They're trying to get up there. So they make the laws for the people with the money. Uh, the people with the money then uh, back those people with the power. It's a circle that you and I aren't in. We aren't in the circle. So the people are in the Yet. circle. Yet. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> right. Hallelujah. <laughs> like I say. Yet, we, won't right, we do we, it? All right, we can, <laughs> we're gonna try to, we're going to continue to try to get there. But for right now, it's a closed circle. They're in it. Most of us are not. And if you're in that circle, why would you break the circle? Why would you break up the system? Right? You, you're you not. You wouldn't. Yeah. Uh, the And the other thing is, like, look up how many people, how many American people are actually in, like, the stock market. Because you talk about that's, it takes money to make money. We all know that. You got to have some money to make some real money. And that's where all these people who, I mean, the people who are making the most money are people who, 
just move the stocks around in these hedge funds. These hedge fund guys got more money than anybody. Don't no one ever talking about these if dudes. You, <laughs> these dudes are got if incredible you have not money. Yet seen, no, absolutely. If you have not yet seen the movie Loot, L O O T, it's an Apple movie. And it stars, oh my God, what's her name? She was on Saturday Night Live. Her mother was a famous R&B singer. Let me look it up really quickly. Uh, it, uh, Maya. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Maya Randolph. Yeah, yeah. Maya Randolph. Yeah, so please go, if you have not, go see the movie. It's on Apple TV. It's called Loot. Actually, it's not a movie. It's a, it's a series. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's about 10 episodes. The season just started or excuse me, season one just ended, but it was about a year and a half ago. And I watched the entire uh, series and it talks about after her character being married to a billionaire, she divorced him for cheating and she received $87 billion in the divorce settlement. And she starts to get more involved with one of the charitable organizations that her and her former husband ran. And it gets into the reality of should billionaires exist? So definitely encourage you to check out Loot. It's again, it's on Apple TV. If you don't have Apple TV, look, you know how we do. We can find ways to see it. It's called Loot. It's, it's <laughs> well, you definitely need to check that series. out. And I'm sure they're going to have some different perspectives and some interesting perspectives on money and how it's made and things like that. And someone that we know, Denise, always have an interesting perspective is our man Al. Al is on the True Talk Live. Al, good morning. What is your question or comment? I would say, yes, billionaires should exist, and but they are not really obligated to give money. But here's the downside. If you have millionaires and billionaires give money, that's too much money and too much power together, which means they can control the world. And when you have to, when when you're dealing with, I'm I'm just going to say, math is not going to be too happy because there's already the rich and the poor and people are already divided. So if they, if all these billionaires and billionaires start putting money back in, fixed neighborhoods, homeless and everything, some of these things that they created themselves, now they feel like you're going against them. And also keep in mind, we as black people are not really united like that. Because, you know, we only come together for God, church, and funerals. We can't even come together to vote. So if you do have those people who want to put their money up there, and keep in mind some black people still have the slave mentality, some people only feel good if they're being told they're good niggas. It's going to be a battle within the battle, you know. So it would be great if they did that. But if they did, that's too much money, too much intelligence, and you know our mind is dangerous. That can lead to too much power. That's why they go out there, go out their way to keep us divided. But no, they're not obligated. But if they did, that would be wonderful. But if they do that, now they're going to open the door. And how many of those people who are still being run by whites or praise whites is ready to go against math? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to just say uh, thanks for that call Al. i'm gonna I, I will say the first thing they're not obligated from a you know uh you know uh a, a normal sense but from a leak from a tax standpoint they are obligated because i've been in uh i've been around some people who you know do some business stuff for some people with a lot of money and they're like yeah i triple you need dog to, dare you to tell me who it is tell me no, who it is right now triple dog but, dare you. but they're like listen <laughs> you have to give away this amount of money you got to do something with it you can't keep yeah. it 
Uh, and it's all because it, where it throws you as far as tax yeah. taxes are concerned. So if you give away two hundred thousand dollars, that's going to put you in the position or tax bracket that you want to be in. If you don't, you're going to get right. you're going to lose this. Yeah. Now you might as well give it away to whatever charity. And as far as like getting together and just giving it to homeless, no. At the end of the day, the people with the money, a lot of money, and can afford to give away millions of dollars, they have families, they have friends who have certain issues, whether it be juvenile diabetes, whether it be breast cancer, whether it be, they're going to give to those things before they just say, oh, I'm black, so I have to give to something, uh, a black cause or a black mm-hmm. charity, right? They're going to they're gonna give to whatever's closest to them, uh, whether it be a personal well, family a member great, or a personal friend. That, that's all I'm saying as far as That's a great example because- Dr. Dre did the same thing. Remember when he uh, donated a ton of money to University of Southern California, USC, and he got so much heat from the HBCUs, and he was like, I'm from L.A. I right. was born and raised in L.A. Yeah, L.A. Right. been good to me. Yeah. This is, you know, like, I'm not going to just be giving, but I'll tell you this, though. Y'all will know that DT has become a billionaire. You want to know how you're going to know? I'm going to have a new car because in my driveway. Yes, I will buy you a car. Y'all have it on record. I will buy you a car. I will buy you a Kia Honda. (laughs) Look, I'll take it. You didn't say what kind. I ain't bougie. I'll I'll drive a Kia Honda. Let's go. Okay. All right. Well, there you go, y'all. Y'all heard it here live. I'm going to buy Tony a whatever current year when I become a billionaire. But the reason why you guys are going to know I'm a billionaire is because I'm literally going to leave the face of the earth. It will be. You are listening to. Truth be told, with Telly and Tony, I'm telling y'all, y'all will, I'm not giving any notice. I'm not giving any notice. Denise has You're going to hear radio. So I'm going to be gone. I am not going to be fooling with y'all, man. People, because I know my family. I know my friends. Mm-mm. Tony, you going to get your Kia, and that's it. Don't ask I'm going to have a Kia show up. I ain't going to hear anything. Like, it's going to be ghost town. be looking around like, where so did you come drop from? it off. Uh, a Carvana, just drop it off in the yard. <laughs> Denise has ghosted with, the truth, folks. I, I we haven't heard from her ghost. in weeks. And y'all be talking about, well, she didn't even give us two weeks. I'm a billionaire. Hey, that's what you got to do. If, if you hit this, if you hit this, you lo- if you hit this lottery, <laughs> right. if you hit this lottery with this, all this money they're giving away right now, man, oh man, the lottery went crazy. Yeah, if you hit that, you you have to disappear. It's gonna yeah. be people coming after man, you. Man, they gonna yeah, come you gotta disappear. You like crazy. Man. And when we come back, man. we will wrap things up with our truth of the matter. Keep it locked right here. You listen to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. Truth Be Told with DT and Telly returns after this on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. Tony Smith in the building. And this is Truth of the Matter. You heard Ben Jammin as we're wrapping up getting ready for Sherwin Hughes. My Truth of the Matter is this. Success does not always mean wealth, monetary wealth. Success could be health. Success could be happy family. Whatever success looks and feels like to you, know that it's a destination and it's part of that destination of success. It's a journey that never ends. That is my truth of the matter. So whatever success looks like for you, 
Stay on track and keep your eyes on the prize. Love you very much. Appreciate that, DT. My truth of the matter is we talked a little bit about it earlier, and that is uh, the uptick in homelessness in Milwaukee and Milwaukee County. That's good that there is a proposed budget to help support these uh, efforts and initiatives. But the only thing you have to do is when you look at people that are homeless, just have some compassion, have some love, because you got to know they did not want to be in the situation that they're in. So if you have that in mind and we can come together as a community, then we can definitely combat homelessness. Tony, what is your truth of the matter? Yeah, I'm going to stick with uh, what you said at the end, coming together as a community. And, you know, we had uh, the caller call in and talk about their personal experience. And as I said before, like you see issues out there in the community and, you know, we just, oh man, that's too bad. And we want to say, oh, this and that and that. But we need to get involved and help each other because God forbid one day that issue happens to you personally. Exactly. And everybody's on the sideline watching, pointing, saying, oh, that's too bad. But nobody's getting behind you and jumping in. So let's try. And I know everybody's got a busy life. They got their own stuff to do. But as I said, when it happens to you, you're going to want people behind you. So if you're in the that vicinity and you're in that neighborhood and you want to talk to your older person, uh, go back that other person when they have an issue. Uh, and then that's how it becomes contagious, right? So people start backing somebody else. Then they have an issue. People start backing them. Then everybody knows when we have an issue, we're all going to be together in this. Yeah, absolutely. Benjamin, what you got? You know what? I've been sitting back listening uh, and I've been thinking. I've been thinking and uh, you know what? Billionaires shouldn't exist, all right? Billionaires shouldn't exist, uh, but poverty shouldn't either, okay? Unfortunately, we live in a capitalistic society, so you got to do what you got to do to hold whatever power you can. Um, Where do I stand with that? I stand with God, all right? Um, So wherever I end up on the spectrum, it was already destined Are we capping you at $999 You know what? Yeah. Every dollar after that, I'll just give out to you to, to the homeless or something. You can only be worth $999 million. That's it, bro. So all the Waltons, all y'all kids are worth $54 billion? <laughs> y'all better give up $53 billion. <laughs> Give it all away. Right. All right. There it is. Tony, as always, joining us every Wednesday. Thanks for coming in. And thanks to DT Benjamin. That'll do it for Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. Up next is The Truth with Sherwin Hughes. Peace out.